Hey everyone, thanks so much for joining me on the Slice of Healthcare podcast. I'm your host, Jared Taylor. Joining me today is the founder and CEO at Spiral.Health, Tala Bassett. How are you today? I'm doing great, Jared. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm excited to chat. Let's dive right in. Tell the audience about yourself. Yeah, so um, I've been working in healthcare for a little bit, but I have a computer science and um, Japanese degree from University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign. I was really lucky to do two tours at Apple after college, and I was lucky enough to work on iMovie and get work with Steve Jobs, which was really a transformative experience. While I was at Apple, my, uh, my mother got cancer, and it was really something that really changed the trajectory of my career. And as I was traveling back and forth from the Bay Area to Chicago, which is where I'm from, I really learned how like fractured, tenuous, and disorganized um, the healthcare system is. And so I was like, wow, maybe there's something that can be done about this. So I kind of made a mental note. Uh, this is something that I care about that I want to work on. Um, and so the first opportunity I got to do that, I was really lucky. I got um, recruited by one of my healthcare men mentors for sure, Dr. Arvind Mova. And I was tech hire number one for Dividose. Dividose was a, a, a <clears throat> company that was working on medication adherence. And so what we did was we added intelligence to um, organizing your pills to make it easier for people to take their medications, especially with the aging population. People are on lots of pills. And the current state of the art is 20 bottles on your kitchen table, or people go to Walgreens and get those Monday through Sunday organizers. What we did was we used robotic automation, automated exactly what the pills were, and made it really easy for people to take. That was kind of my first foray into healthcare and adding like intelligence to healthcare. And after that, I was lucky enough to um, be the CTO at Deep Six AI. And what we did there was we ingested electronic health records and we added some machine learning and artificial intelligence and natural language processing to match them against patients for clinical trials. And clinical trials, you know, is how drugs get approved by the FDA. And unfortunately, only 10% of clinical trials get filled with patients. And so being able to accelerate that and make it easier was a, you know, something that I really believed in. And that software is being used at some of the leading cancer research centers in the world. <clears throat> I've kind of taken those two things, again, adding intelligence. So first it was getting the drugs into the people system and it was helping um, approve the drugs and create the drugs. And I've taken the learnings and the team from those two experiences that I was lucky enough to have quite a bit of success at and created Spiral.Health. And what Spiral.Health is doing is we are using artificial intelligence and machine learning to really give oncologists superpowers. We want to let them, there's an overwhelming amount of data and we want to be able to sift through that, help them organize it, help them keep up with the latest research and help them make better diagnoses. That, that's, uh, that's where we're at. It's really exciting. I've got a really great team working on this and we're, I think this is my life's work. I'm really, really geeked about it. I love when I hear founders say that phrase right there, right? I, I think this is my life life's work because even when you're having other businesses, right? Like you, you, whenever you're, you're starting a new venture, that should be the thought process. When it isn't, you're probably in the wrong thing. And I think it's such a, you're, you're taking such an impactful approach. What, what, what barriers do you, th do you foresee? Uh, you know, obviously I, I think we, we, we need to talk more about barriers. We, we sometimes sure. like to not talk about them. Um, of course. What barriers do you see in your, your area? There are barriers everywhere. I mean, um, being an early stage uh, CEO, certainly there are um, long sales cycles to sell in the healthcare systems. 
There is a cultural adoption of new tools with physicians. Um, and then there's just, there's a lot of health, health tech companies that have gotten into hospital systems and have not really proven out their value. So a lot of hospital systems are frankly, um, you know, burnt on that. And so those are all things that we have to overcome. Um, but, you know, we we're not shirking away from a big challenge and we're taking on a big problem. So there are challenges everywhere. Um, and I get up every day thinking about them, but I haven't had this much fun working on something since I was working on iMovie and Apple. So I wouldn't change this job for anything in the world. <laughs> what, what are some of the key takeaways from like working at a company like Apple that you feel will help you maybe in, in this venture? So one of, the, one of the really good things that Apple is, they assemble smart people they don't have all the answers, but they're confident enough that they have assembled the right people to figure out the answers. Often when you're creating new things that people have not seen before or experienced before, there is no roadmap, right? So you have to figure out things on the fly and you have to have the confidence that you might go down a wrong path, but you'll course correct and figure it out. And so that's something that is really ingrained to folks there. And that's something that we try to live every day as well about health. We may not have, we know we don't have all the answers, we have a very strong team that has worked together before. I'm very fortunate. The folks on my team, this is some, some of them, this is the third startup they followed me to. We've built lots of healthcare systems before. So we're doing this for the third time, many of us. And so that gives us a lot of confidence that <clears throat> even if we run into a, um, a roadblock, we'll be able to figure out how to get around it. Let's talk a little bit about that. The importance of having familiar people around you, right? We, we talk a lot in not just healthcare, but across all these industries, diversity is obviously very important. But I also don't think what we, we, we fail to talk about too is you obviously want to go forward with diversity, but it's also very important to have those people around you that you already have familiar, you know, you're already familiar with because of that, the superpowers that that brings as well. Talk, talk me through your take on why having people around you that you're familiar with is so important to a company's success. Yeah, that's a really good question and something that I've thought a lot about as a leader. You know, um, I really think that ideas are pretty inexpensive. Lots of people have great ideas. Execution is extraordinarily hard. And so having a team that has executed before, that understands each other's um, working dynamic, that has high expectations of each other, um, often startups fail because of founder uh, dysfunction or team you know, misalignment and de-risking, it was really important to me to de-risk that with Spiral.Health. And so having folks who have all built stuff before, built healthcare software that has been sold and has created a lot of shareholder value, um, I think is gonna make our job easier. Lots of other hard things we have to solve, but that's one thing that I think we're going to be much stronger at. Because you can have really smart people in the room that are experts in their area, and it's really not even about them. It could just be that their working styles are not compatible or their expectations are different. And then that really um, hurts your execution time and time to market. And that's the game here, right? We need to be able to uh, execute, show that we're gonna produce value, and then be able to respond to our customers and iterate and give them increasingly um, more and more value. And so that needs a team that can turn on a dime. And we have that. Yeah, the, what, what you said that the ability you know, to mesh and, and work well together being just as important about you know, is having all these different rock stars, right? Uh, that's why you see sometimes in sports, the, the best teams don't always win. Also, like you, you need that mixture of the best people, but that also know how to work together. So I, I think that's great that that's what you're assembling here as well. Um, 
you mentioned too how this is your life's work. You're so excited. What what are you really excited about as we head into the end of 2023 and head into the beginning of 2024? Yeah. So the, we I started this company um, a year ago, and so we a lot of it was ideating. I've assembled a, a very strong team. And now we've got an MVP and we're going to start having customers in 2024. And so having real customers using our product and giving us feedback, you know, I'm a, a computer scientist by training. And so I want to build products and have people be delighted by them. And so we're about to start getting that feedback and that's super exciting. What do you foresee as maybe the, you already mentioned challenges, but the, the, if, if you're looking from a team's lens, uh, what, what they're excited about as well. Same, same thing as you. Well, you know, we have a, a, a very a collaborated, we collaborate on a mission, vision, and values document. I want everyone to be aligned um, on what we're doing at this company. And I'm really lucky to have folks who believe in the mission. We really want to fundamentally change healthcare and provide the best uh, healthcare for anyone, regardless of where they, where they live. And the folks really believe in the mission. They can work at, my folks can work anywhere they want. And they're working on this because they believe in the mission. And that's, I guess, another thing I learned at, at Apple. Right? If you want people to do extraordinary things, it's not about money. It's not about the perks. It's about, do they believe in like the bigger thing, the brass ring you're reaching for? Like when we're working on iMovie, we're trying to democratize filmmaking. That's a big idea. That'll keep you at work late at night if, you, if that's what you're working on. If we're trying to make it so, um, you know, unfortunately my mother didn't make it, but if I can stop, if I can help one other family not go through the pain I did, that I'll, I'll spend the extra hours doing that. that. That's the mission run. Yeah, I think it's it's super important that you have that, what you do, that impactful, that powerful mission to keep people, you know, driving forward to, and, and you could even say, obviously, iMovie was, there was a lot of impact there, but what you're doing has even more impact because now you're dealing with, you're on the healthcare side of things, you're changing people's health and, and lives. So, um, you know, kudos to you and the team for, for your mission and vision where you're heading. Um, what what else is next that that you want to share with the audience here today? Yeah, um, you know we we are going to be really lucky. We're going to be speaking at a couple of events. I'm going to be speaking at Medicareans in April. I'm really excited about that on the innovation stage to talk about what we're working on, and hopefully we'll be speaking at Vive about our solution in Los Angeles. So the word's getting out. And I'm really excited to to you know shoot from the shout from the mountaintops about what we're working on because I think it's going to be really next level good. Love it. Uh, well, I'm excited to continue the conversation with you and we'll have to have you come back on and, and kind of Love give it. us updates on where you're at. But yeah. really appreciate you joining me here today. Jared, it's been a pleasure. Looking forward to coming back. 